0: Welcome back, everybody. Episode two. New logo. Stressless, live more podcast. I'm Zita Berta and I'm here with Dr. Terry MacIver. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, today our topic is brain food and we are going to explore how brain food plays an essential role in, in enhancing cognitive function.
1: Mm-hmm. So, that's more of your remit. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm probably just going to jump in right away. Okay, so basically brain food, uh, I suggest, is foods that are rich in nutrients and and support the healthy brain functions and also play a crucial role in enhancing uh, cognitive um, functions and cognitive um, abilities. And basically food has been viewed um back in the past as just a source of energy for the body and also building materials, Mm -hmm. but its ability to prevent and protect against disease and has begun to be recognized. So there's a lot of research has been conducted and that found that uh, the impact you know, the various impacts of dietary uh, factors on specific molecular systems and mechanisms uh, that maintain cognitive function particularly uh, foods that are rich in omega-free fatty acids, mm-hmm. um, they, they are gaining recognition um, for its ability to support uh, cognitive processes in humans, um, whereas high saturated fats um, diets are basically infamous. Uh, for reg- because, because they reduce uh, molecular subst- substrates uh, that support uh, cognitive processing and they also increase the likelihood of neurological dysfunction.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you don't have enough fats in your diet, then you will have brain problems, you will have neurological dysfunction, you will have neurons that are not, you know, the myelination of the neurons and needs to be kept up to, up to the right level. So, therefore, demyelination can lead to neurological disorders, yeah?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also, fats play an important role in our diet. They support our, our hormones, you know, the healthy yeah. hormone um, levels, releases. How it's
1: testosterone, fat based uh, structures as well. So, all of those structures and all of the hormones are basically produced, which we'll get into more into other podcasts. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, also, if you look at our um, brain uh, or brain uh, age, that we know that from research that, that our brain uh, peaks around age 22, um, it lasts for five years, around five years, and then it starts to decline. And we also know that there's definitely a food brain uh, aging connection. And then there are certain types of foods that, that boost brain health. And slow brain aging. Now when it comes to um, feeding behavior there you know we have neural circuits that work in perfect sync with brain centers that control uh, energy balance and cognitive functions Uh, so foods can affect how we think how we feel even before we consume them. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly because you know they can evoke emotions within us and if you have you ever smelled the, you know, smell of something cooking which brought you back to your childhood or, as we say in NLP, anchoring uh, back to childhood or, you know, if uh, you ever smelled, you know, if I go out to the cut grass, it reminds me when I was back at uh, eight or, or nine when I was in the farm back in Ireland and uh, we uh, went every summer and uh, the smell of the cut grass and uh, if I go to the beach I can I remember when I was seven or eight when we used to go, family, to the, to the beach in, in, uh, in Donegal. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of natural anchors that, that food evoke
0: as well. Yeah, absolutely, all the smells, because our our brain um, brain's emotional state uh, changes when we remember foods or, or different smells um, through olfactory. And, and we you have auditory and smells.
1: Help. And you can have visual anchors as well of an auditory, it's a sad song or a happy song, it brings you back to some time in your life where you were happy or sad that you know, that it just brings you straight back. And you shouldn't really be listening to sad songs because your your body doesn't really realise that you're only listening to a song and you're not going through the you go through the process of of sadness, which you don't really want to do too often. Yeah. Keep it as positive as possible.
0: Absolutely, or it's like when you're passing uh, uh, by a bakery, I and mean, then you smell, you know, that that particular bakery smell that those mm. lovely pastries and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes maybe you remember your your granny's, you know, apple pie or something, yeah. so and then the you can even taste it. Anger. Yeah, you mm. can even taste, you know, your yeah. your granny's uh, apple pie. Um, I think we all love those kind of feelings.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Some of them are warm, some of them are not so warm. Some of them
0: are not so warm, yeah. (laughs) But maybe we can focus on just the warm ones today. (laughs) uh,
1: And you talk about the the brain going into decline as we get older as well. So that's why we uh, push to develop new skills, to learn, to keep reading, to go through puzzles and various other things that we do in our older age in order to keep these brain um, synapses and keep these brain pathways strong, these so that we can reduce the decline in, in, in our
0: cognitive uh, health. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also your um, field, Terry, because all these biochemistry or bio- biochemical or chemical processes that go into the body, mm-hmm. you're also um, an expert yourself um, mm-hmm. in this field and it's very much connected to hypnotherapy and uh, the neuro linguistics
1: absolutely it's all, it's all connected with any that's... psychology any type of therapy um, you know so that's that's really what i specialize in yeah
0: yeah so this is how we connect the two together so whenever you eat there are various chemicals and chemical processes that uh, are going on within the body and they are released you know like chemicals released into the bloodstream for example insulin that, uh, that can travel to your um, hypothalamus and hippocampus, and they activate signal transduction uh, pathways that boost synaptic activity and even memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, for example, when we are hungry, there's a, a hormone called um, ghrelin that is released. Um, it says
1: grumble or stomach's yeah. sturdy moan when we're hungry.
0: Yeah, that's, 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 that's ghrelin for you. And, but that also aids synaptic development and brain function. Mm. Or other hormones, like for example, leptin. When leptin is released, that also activates brain and um, hypothalamic receptors that affect learning and memory.
1: And that's when we're, when we're full as well. We secrete the leptin to tell us that we're
0: us that we are full. That we don't that
1: eat anymore. yeah
0: that we need to stop it sometimes
1: (laughs) sometimes when we bypass that when you get when you get um, home um, when your parents say eat everything on your plate even if you don't want it what happens is that you keep doing that and it messes up the 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 actual signals that you get from your leptin as well so that's why in an older age you can become obese and uh, you know that's that's part of the overweight problem not all of it obviously but
0: it. Yeah, it is. I remember when when I was a kid, we had that mentality as well. You had to eat everything on your plate because wasting no food, was, yeah, was not an option. So I have some bad memories of myself okay. about certain foods that since then I just don't want to eat because of that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure that happened to all of us. So that's important, you know. Listen to your body. It's very very important if you feel that you're a fool, it's sort of like a like mindful you know like being mindful when you're when you're eating as opposed to watching your TV or playing a game or scrolling through your uh, you know social media when you're eating you're supposed to focus on on your eating really so that's very important to, to listen to our, our body listen to the signals if you're full stop eating if you're hungry eat you know don't ignore Um, But also,
1: if you're hungry, uh, make sure that it actually is hunger and not boredom. Drink a glass of water.
0: I was going to say that. Not only boredom, but sometimes we mistaken hunger for thirst. We are just thirsty and then we need to hydrate our body. And then if you drink a glass of water or even two glasses of water and then you feel that, okay, I'm actually not hungry anymore, that was just Mm -hmm. you being thirsty. So that's, that's important to listen to these signals. Because all um, met- metabolic um, signals or even mm. exercise, you know, when you exercise, they're all providing signals for our internal organs, uh, even the liver, you know, the skeletal muscle to produce, for example, insulin-like growth mm. factor one, mm-hmm. which stimulates the amygdala mm-hmm. and hippocampus neurons, uh, affecting learning and memory. Yeah so is there any um, connection you know i'm talking about these chemical processes uh, terry from uh, digestion uh, point of view so how can we relate that to maybe changing some of our behaviors that would be like linked to hypnotherapy
1: mm-hmm. well if you're having clients who um, during hypnotherapy who have a bad relationship with food um. what we need to do is look at why they have a bad relationship with food, uh, what happened in their maybe their past to give them that bad relationship. Maybe they've done some trauma, maybe they've, they are, you know, a certain, you know, maybe they're bulimic or, you know, mm-hmm. anorexic or something like that. So we need to go back and check and see where this occurred, the initial sensitizing event, if you like. Um... Because whatever the client comes in with, usually, is not the initial sensitizing event, it's the secondary sensitizing event. Okay. And you usually have to go back and fix the first bit, bit, bit before you can fix the second. But also look at, you know, we, we would do a lot of different, you know, uh, hypnotherapy sessions based around choices of food and based around, you know, size of food portions and about, as you said, eating and taking notice of what you eat, and eat yeah. slowly, and maybe have smaller plate sizes, and put, you know that'll fit in with the portion sizes, and, and even sometimes having smaller utensils as well can help. Yeah. You know, smaller sized utensils. Yeah, absolutely. Can help think. as well. So we go through all of that different thing, but in future podcasts, we'll talk about all of that type of in you know, all those stages and what we go through. Is having a therapist, NLP coaches, and mentors as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, and then I would also like to talk about, you know, meal plans that would support, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the healthy uh, brain function. So as
1: you are a fitness and nutritionist, then that would be your absolutely. meal plans. That's,
0: and that's my that's my passion. You know, I, I love, I really, really love doing it. And coming back to the, the portion size is so true. You know, once you um, prepare your meal plan based on your personal Characteristics, you know, what is it that you do on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. what what you like, etc. etc. We will cover all these in future uh, episodes. Sometimes you prepare your meal and then you think, is that it? It doesn't look much, you know, on the plate, on the big plate, but if you put it on a smaller plate and then if it's prepared in in a proper way, you know, including all your macronutrients, your your protein, Mm -hmm. your fats, your, your carbs then
1: it could be a very, very well-satiated meal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll Mhm, also be talking about the, the proportions of different and the traditional proportions and what the new research has led us to conclude about the portions that we have and the the food groups that we concentrate on and, and how much of that we can eat and how much we shouldn't eat. Um, so, yeah, we will have a lot of different uh various interesting topics that we'll delve into. This is more of a an overview, and so uh, we hope you'll like the content.
0: Yes, I think maybe uh, before we uh, sign off uh, today, we could just mention a couple of foods that would that would be, you know, very beneficial and impact you know our well-being and emotional mm-hmm. health, and. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it's um, a diet that is rich in omega three um, fatty acids, like fatty fish, uh, the, the or, or like salmon, for example. Uh, it's fantastic because it supports brain cell function mm-hmm. and nuts. You know, like if you go back to fatty, fatty fish or even seafood, it is recommended to consume you know at least once per week. But if you think about our, our listeners who are either vegan or vegetarian or mm-hmm. someone just, you know, if you don't like seafood at all, then it would be very important to supplement, you know, to, to take supplements that are um, reaching omega-3. Although we're acids. not
1: medical professionals, so always check with your medical professional before doing any changes to your diet.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You always have to consult with your um, dietitian or your or your doctor before changing any uh, of your uh, dietary plans or meals. So, but again, another thing that we, um, not just we, but it is recommended by dietitians uh, is consuming nuts on a daily basis because nuts are rich in, again, omega-3 fatty acids and also in antioxidants. So... Uh, they're, they're really aiding memory and uh, cognitive function mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if you're thinking about fruits what's your favorite fruit favorite,
1: favorite fruit uh, I tend to stay off a lot of fruits but I tend to use the less sugary fruits which would be more berries and, than that so it would be like black, blackberries and,
0: that would be actually raspberries, pop, raspberries and mm-hmm. even blueberries, like one of the best uh, b- options, you know, if you if you like fruits, because again, they, they boost uh, brain function, they have a lot of, uh, they contain flavonoids, and so they can protect against um, age-related uh, mm-hmm. cognitive decline. Mm-hmm. So those are the fruits that are also recommended uh, to be consumed on a daily basis
1: yeah, by
0: brilliant. dietitians. So
1: if you like the content please subscribe and if you like the video put the thumbs up and we'll see you next time
0: see you next time um i'm so happy to be here and also um, if you have any comments or anything that you like us to talk about or discuss please put it in the comments below thank you thank you bye bye